In October 2021, bars and nightclubs saw a rise in spiking cases across the UK. The rise in cases, which campaigners referred to as reaching epidemic levels, prompted nationwide media response and a Home Affairs Committee inquiry into spiking at the end of 2021. The issue also touched the student body here, at Warwick University. We've now reached almost four months since the first report of rising cases, so I spoke to some students here at Warwick to find out what, if anything, has changed. Spiking refers to when alcohol or drugs are put into someone's drink without their knowledge or consent. At the end of last year, reports emerged of a new form of spiking that involved individuals being injected in some way without their consent. The rising cases occurred all across the UK, but particularly in university towns and cities, such as Leeds, Norwich, Manchester and here at Warwick, and the victims were mostly students. The rise in cases led to a clubbing environment that made female students at Warwick feel particularly unsafe. In an article on spiking, a student interviewed by the board expressed that women at Warwick were terrified. She added that, quote, I can't understand how someone could possibly inject someone in a club and think it's acceptable. It's unbelievable that this is happening. This feeling of unease was also shared by the women I interviewed, including Antonia, a final year history student at Warwick. Personally, I think before the rising spike in cases, women weren't necessarily too preoccupied about the spiking thing. But after, I think it kind of made it more prevalent that it actually could actually happen on campus. I mean, I know two people since all the news came out about the spiking that got spiked like the couple of weeks after. So it actually made it more of an issue and I think people became more aware of it. I mean, I did not go out a couple of times when I thought I would or because of it because I was kind of worried about the rise. But for other students, the media attention on the rising cases just shone a light on the dangers of the clubbing scene for women, which were already prevalent. I think in general, it's always been bad. There's always been an issue. So women have always been weary and like told to not leave your drink unattended, don't leave your friends, cover your drink, don't take a drink from a man. Like there are loads of like little invisible rules that most women, and I know it's not just women, but most women get taught this. I also think that pre and post spiking, that there's like positive and negative so it's a positive because a lot of people have been made aware of it especially men kind of understand how women like walk around with keys in their knuckles or like fill their water bottle up before they walk like understand these little micro things that we have to do to combat like macro aggressions however it's also a super obviously the bad things happen that it's a spiking but also I think it's given men an opportunity to invalidate it as well um, there was a case in Warwick where a guy was going around with like paper, a paper clip in a club and putting it on a woman's like arm and obviously this is like in reference to women getting spiked for your needles but just the mere fact that that person was doing it just kind of as a joke and I think that kind of epitomises how some people think it's a joke and it's another like way to control like public, a public area by men. I personally didn't feel a difference in personal safety before or after. I always kind of felt that there was a lack of safety for women in clubs and a lack of protection based on the fact that it just wasn't spoken about. It was kind of always swept under the rug and a thing that women had to pick up the slack for and worry about ourselves. 
So when the spike in cases were increasing and it became more of a news article and people were talking about it, it died down quite quickly and I didn't actually feel like there was any difference. So although it felt like we were less safe at a certain point and then would become more safe, it kind of seemed like this relative thing where because there was a period of more uncertainty than usual, the fact that it went back to slightly less uncertainty made us all feel like we had achieved something when in reality we hadn't because ultimately there's always been such a lack of safety and consideration for women's places in clubs, at least in the UK clubbing scene. The most immediate response which was enacted by students at universities across the UK was boycotting. The act of boycotting in response to drink spiking cases was named a Girls' Night In movement. And on Wednesday the 27th and Thursday the 28th of October, the Warwick branch of Girls' Night In held their boycott against clubs and bars in Leamington and Coventry. The boycott was met with mixed reviews. Almost immediately, the account received backlash for the chosen name Girls' Night In, as the account was accused of not being accepting of all gender identities. The group quickly responded to the criticism in an Instagram statement, saying, quote, The name was initially chosen to reference the phrase Girls' Night Out, referring to a night you go out with your friend group. However, we completely acknowledge that the name fails to include people of all identities, and we are deeply sorry if it comes across as exclusive. However, this was not the only criticism that the boycotting movement came up against. I took part in a Wednesday boycott as the sports club and also the Thursday one. I'm not sure what I think about it because I thought it was kind of performative in a sense. I mean, it happened one week and then next week everyone went out again. I had a bit of an issue with it being called boycotting because I think by definition boycotts aren't just not going to one event or a couple of events. Um, I think that they have to be more sustained and have to have a clear agenda, which this one didn't seem to have at all. I think it being online is also a problem, and as much as the internet can be a really useful place for spreading awareness and bringing people together, I think it can often stifle discourse, and um, in this case particularly, it meant that people were just sort of taking whatever was said at face value, not questioning it because it became a binary of do you support women or do you not support women? And in the category of supporting women, it was just accept everything that's being said online and everything else you did was in a way against women. I think it's a really good start. I think that it's it's doing a little protest, it's giving a little message away. And I think that the sentiment was understood by lots of people. However, not everyone took part, which kind of invalidates it, it segregates the movement. There's been more powerful protests, I think, in the past. Like, it's a, it's a nice idea. However, one day boycott will kind of just show a small amount of like annoyance, nothing necessarily like big. On the 3rd of November 2021, the Warwick Students' Union released its Drink Spiking Action Plan, which sought to build on the existing safety measures and support all students who have reported issues to the Students' Union. The plan came after consultation with Protect Warwick Women and It Happens Here Warwick, as well as an internal review of their safety measures. The plan highlighted current measures including comprehensive training for all key staff, CCTV systems in place that are reviewed regularly, and a full team of SIA door staff, student staff, stewards and first aid trained student staff. It introduced new measures including increased door staff in all venues, specifically briefed to be alert to spiking and or sexual misconduct, clear briefing to all club and society social secretaries, including a move to ensure that drinks are not left unguarded. It relaxed the no drinks policy in the smoking area and there was a Warwick SU statement to all students to underline its zero tolerance approach to spiking. 
They also outlined their next steps in their plan against drink spiking, which included an array of training for staff, greater awareness of procedures for students, and the display of a clear zero-tolerance statement for all to view in their venues. But the general consensus among students seemed to be disappointment. As Margot, a final year philosophy student, described, the action plan seemed like a list of bureaucratic procedures with no real effect. As is the way with these things, it was sort of a sorry we got caught kind of situation. They didn't want to put money into things that could actually help, like having someone designated to sort of sorting out the water or making sure there's people within the club constantly checking and constantly reminding people what they can and cannot do rather than just this sort of waffle of pages of things that they can do and will do and, and their beliefs have changed when it's like, it shouldn't have taken us to point this out because this has always been an issue and you've known this has always been an issue. Some of the biggest responses seem to come from the students. I interviewed Maxime, who was involved in organising Warwick Girls' Night Out, an event which sought to respond directly to the spiking epidemic. So it's me, Juliana, Shorty and Kat Astier, other three girls, that sorted it out. It was a Tuesday evening and we wanted to go to Smack and then we were like, I don't really want to get spiked or I don't really want to like go around covering my drink or wearing a long sleeve top. So then we were like, wouldn't it be so nice if like it was a girls night? And then we kind of all looked, it was very cinematic. We all looked at each other and then why don't we just do it? And then we called up Arturia. If straight away he was like, yeah, all female bar staff and bouncers. And it just went really well, it was so much fun. I think there was, what really mattered to us as well was there was such a diverse group of women and some women that would not have gone out if there were men there. And it was just so nice to see like all different types of women just like having fun for a few hours. Although this spiking epidemic occurred four months ago, its effects are still felt by students at Warwick today. Student-led responses have helped to shed a light on the issue but it is clear that a more coherent and effective response from the students' union and local government is needed to make a difference. There is still a long way to go to make clubbing safer for all students.